no Christian has to be poor if we had to be poor Jesus wouldn't have said I've been anointed to preach the gospel to the poor what was he preaching to the poor if it's not to correct it then it should be preached to the poor he said I came to preach to the sick and we know when he preached to the sick the God what healed so if he's preaching to the poor then prosperity is part of the gospel it is are you with me it's part of the gospel amen which is able it has an ability I tell people I believe God's word so so much because it has an ability I told you this the other time for by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God it has an ability to he says, I commend you to God to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance amongst them that are sanctified. God's desire is for you to have his word at work in your life. And he has made this possible by bringing to you his message from our man of God, Pastor Roy King. Keep on shining and reigning forever as you receive God's word for your life today. I am just going to continue with what I began with on the New Year's Eve, amen. And so you should be ready, glory to God. And what I shared and what I'm about to share will take you through the rest of your life. It's an eternal message in, in quotes, okay? It's something that will not just be with you for a month and then that's it. It's going to be with you for life. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And I told you, this year we are going to be word practitioners. You remember? James chapter 1. James chapter 1. Let's read from verse 19. James chapter 1 verse 19. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. Are you there? All right. Can we read James 1 19? Are you all there? Can we read it? One, two, three, go. Uh-huh. Yes. Let every man be swift to hear. Slow to, aha, uh -huh, move on. Aha. Uh -huh. Slow to rap. Be swift to hear. Tell your neighbor, be swift to hear. Slow to speak. And slow to anger or slow to rap. Amen. And so, this, this is God's excellent way. If you are faced or maybe in an argument with someone, be swift to hear, but slow to speak. All right, I told you that every idle word that comes out of our mouth, what did Jesus say? He says that we shall give account of every idle word. Amen. And so the Christian doesn't just talk anyhow. So when he says slow to speak, it means you must, you know, control what comes out of your mouth. Like we studied the other time where he says that the tongue is a, is a, is a small part 
of the whole body, but yet powerful. Amen. Likened to what can control the ship, what can control the horse, and even said that it's a fire that can lit a whole bush. And by our tongue, we control the nature, the course of nature. Amen. And so what comes out of your mouth is very important. In the day of our Bema judgment, where we stand to receive rewards, I've already told you that Christian is not going to be judged on sin because sin has been dealt with. Glory to God. The Bible says the wages of sin is death and the gift of God is what? Eternal life. But we just focus on the way the wages of sin has been given on the cross. When Jesus died, the wages of sin was met. Amen. So that is not to say that your wage of sin is your death. No, that's not what he's talking about. If you read in context, he moved on to say, for the gift of God is eternal life. And now we have received that gift. So we're going to appear before the judgment seat of Christ, like Paul said. And I told you, the Greek word is bima, which means a judgment of rewards. And you give account on your words. Amen. Be swift to hear. Tell your neighbor, be swift to hear. Slow to speak. Slow to anger. Let's move on and see what he said. Verse 20. Move on. Yes, uh-huh. Of, uh-huh. And receive. Receive what? Receive with meekness the engrafted word of God. Balasete kozahai. You see, I told you, he says that for thy, the entrance of thy word giveth light and it gives understanding to the simple. And I told you, the simple is one who comes to the Lord and says, Father, I put away all my intellectual knowledge and I'm ready to receive revelation. Understanding is made available to that person. He says, receive with meekness the engrafted word of God. You don't get a church and think you know. For example, I am a pastor. I study the word of God. And I may find myself in another man's meeting as a member or maybe a program. And I find myself there. And I go with the mindset that I'm all known. I've missed it. Yeah, I've missed it. I went for a friend's meeting three years ago and he made a statement that changed my life forever. He said, how many of you have seen birds flying in the sky? And we all lifted up our hands. Well, yeah. And he said, even in the times, you know, I have, I study things a lot. How many of you have studied when crows give birth and they are training their young ones to fly. How many of you have seen that happen before? Even in Lagon campus, it was happening. You see them a lot. Then they lift the child and drop the child. And when the child is coming, you see them. It happens. Amen. So when he was talking, I was just having that in mind. And he says, 
the sky is so big that no matter how you know dense birds could be in a particular region of the sky they will never collide he says so it is that God wants every child of his to be great I picked it up and it has been in my heart since you can't be great I can't be great I don't necessarily have to be greater than you give the Lord a mighty clap of amen and so receive with meekness the engrafted word of God hallelujah move on and let's see what he said which is able to save your souls which is able to save your souls renew your mind be transformed by the renewal of your mind the word of God is able to save your soul it'll change the way you think the way you see things and it doesn't happen overnight you know sometimes someone gets into Christ and the person feels like everything must change at once no it's not always that way there is a growth process amen which is able to save your soul say Lord I thank you for your word that is able to save my soul move on and let's see what he said but be ye what uh-huh and not hearers only yes yes and man that beholds his face uh-huh he forgets the image that he saw amen he says that be ye doers of the word and not hearers only you see I I really wish this could be tattooed in your heart that I I am called to do the word of God faith yes comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God but then the Bible says faith without works is dead you put what you hear to work Amen. And it says that if you're a hearer only, you deceive yourself and you are like a man who beholds his natural face in the mirror and sees what he, you know, he or she likes. And when you move out, straight away, you forget what you saw. <laughs> Can you imagine? I think you looked in the mirror before coming, right? Have you forgotten what you saw? You haven't. But in the realm of the spirit, that's what happens to some people. They forget what they saw. They forget what the word of God reveals to them. So, when I, Minister Prince came there and he says, you are welcome to our Epoikodomio service. Epoikodomio. Building upon. Amen. So there is continual growth in the things of God. It is not just coming to hear you are blessed, you are blessed and go. No. We are in the end of the end time. And so, there is an army rising and this army rising is not an army that is into material things, even though they are good, amen, but are people who are ready to walk the earth as gods. Are you with me? 
the Bible says that when the apostles went, preached the word of God, and performed miracles, what did the people in the area say? They said that it looks like gods have come on the earth. They could not believe it. They could not understand it. That was the inception of the church. But now we've come to the place of confirmation. I told you on 31st. And in this part of the confirmational stage of the church, we are going to fully express God. Amen. So the message will not now be any witch in your father's house or witch in your mother's house or whatever that is disturbing you. No. The message is for you to come to the realization, the consciousness of what Jesus did. Are you with me? And how you stand your ground in it, fully accept it and soak it and walk as such. <laughs> Amen. You know, when I say some of these things, I know there are some of you that are still um, trying to assimilate it. When I say the devil is no match. Glory to God. He is no match. You are powerful than the devil. Amen. For we are seated together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, far above all principalities and powers and dominions in, the, in this world and in the world to come. So the devil is way below your feet. Way below. That song, Yeti, I was so nah. I don't, I, like, come on. You know, there, there are levels in the things of God, all right? For example, when Jesus came in Luke, he says that, for you shall tread over scorpions and serpents and every other thing, and they shall by no means hurt you. It's true. It's a wonderful revelation. But that was before his death and resurrection. After his death and resurrection, he says, we are seated far above. He didn't say we are going to tread on them anymore. Now, as we grow, you can tread. You know, tread on scorpions. That is even powerful, not so. If that is a lower level, but very powerful, treading on scorpions and serpents, and they shall by no means hurt you. So I'm powerful. The devil is under me. Then now he says that, okay, I'm bringing you to a point where you are far above that they can't even reach. And this is where the problem is. A lot of people cannot grasp it. And so everything is Satan. Everything is the devil. Everything is the devil. Let a cat walk on this thing right now. Monitoring spirit. Zalabahatai. <laughs> let, let a cat just walk here. In as much as those things happen sometimes, doesn't mean that we should interpret every occurrence like that as the devil. And I told you, the devil is, is also smart. He knows if Kwanwa Lobite comes here, you rebuke it. He can decide to bring a white dove. And you'll be like, oh, this is so beautiful. And probably that is where the evil spirit is. What am I trying to say? As Christians, let's build our spirits to descend rightly. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Descend rightly and not just be rebuking stuff anyhow. The moment something comes now, you rebuke it. You may be surprised it's an angel you are rebuking. <laughs> if you were in the days of Moses and Moses said, Hey, the snake, anyone that has been bitten, look onto the snake and it will kill you. You say, mm -mm. 
I won't do. Because snake dear. What snake did? That is what caused Adam and Eve to fall. Now you are telling us that when a snake bites us, you have done a pole made of brass that we should look at it and I'll be healed. Moses, you are a fake pastor. <laughs> but maybe if he brought a dove, they'll be like, oh, it's calm and gentle. You see? Amen. What am I trying to say? We should be discerning and not just do things out of fear. Amen. So it says, let us be doers of the word. Do the word. When the word of God comes, the Bible says that I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able. The word of God has an ability, able to build you up and to give you an inheritance amongst them that are sanctified. The word of God has an ability. So don't just hear it like you're hearing a story. As it's coming, it's imparting life, ability, capability to accomplish. Are you with me? Can I get a message version of that scripture? From verse 22, 21, 22. All right, can you, can you read it? Don't fool yourselves into thinking that you are a listener when you are anything but letting the word go in one ear and out in the other. Act on what you hear. Tell your neighbor, act on what you hear. Yeah, act on what you hear. It comes, you act. It comes, you act. This year, I told you on 31st, we are going to be word practitioners. Like, do you know what it means to be a word practitioner? That is, that is your vocation. That is your job. Glory to God. Yeah, I'm a word practitioner. Your friends will be like, come on, hey. I say, no, I'm a word practitioner. Be proud about it. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. So now, that was just the foundation. Let's move back to Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Then we come to the other side, and then I end the message. Romans 8, 28. La It's our year of what? The work of the ministry. One more time. So this year, we are going to edify the body. Remember? We are going to edify the body. Glory to God. Can we read it? One, two, three, go. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and to them that are called according to his purpose. We know that all things work together. Say, all things work together for my good. Because I love God and I'm called according to his purpose. And I told you that this scripture may not apply to everybody. Because, and we, you remember we went to Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. Where it says that for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works. Which God had foreordained, before ordained that we should walk in them. So there is a path that God wants us to walk in. His purpose. 
Yesterday at leaders meeting, I told the leaders, I said that, you see, he says that we've been called. There's, there's an eternal purpose. And I told you, there is only one purpose for the Christian. Every other thing is an ambition. There's just one purpose for the Christian. And I mentioned that that is the reason the Christian shouldn't be praying, God, like, show me your purpose. You know, show me your purpose. No, 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 no. Am I supposed to be a doctor? That is not purpose. That is ambition. It's good. Go for your ambitions. But in your ambition, there is purpose. So when we talk about purpose, it is not like the world sees purpose. Did you ever know that even in the Ark of the Covenant, there was what we called purpose? Yeah. There was what we called purpose in the, in the, in the, in the, in the um, tabernacle. There was what we call purpose. Even in the shadow. Glory to God. So, the purpose of the Christian is the kingdom. Nothing else. It is the kingdom. And so, whatever your ambition will be, when you get there, establish the kingdom. It's one purpose you've been called to. So when you become the president of Ghana, you establish the kingdom of God. When you are a doctor in whichever hospital, you establish the kingdom. When you are a banker, you establish the kingdom. So your purpose is not to do banking. That's your ambition, but your purpose is kingdom. is a grace-based ministry headed by the Lord Jesus Christ and led by his servant, the man of God, Pastor Ray King. Our vision is connecting the world to Christ and raising men unto perfection. Our purpose is revealing the righteousness of God to man and our mission, preaching the gospel to everyone in our sphere of contact. We welcome you to join us in worship across our various fellowship grounds. On Tuesdays, we have the Hour of Intimacy from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. And on Wednesdays, we have Cell Meeting from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. The locations are Red Top at Wager, Galilee at Ablekuma, Mile 7 at Achimota, University of Ghana Campus, Adenta House and Down, Noble House at East Legon, Junction Mall at Sakumono, Bachelor Total at Spintex, Sunshine Hospital at Airport, Spintex KFC, and Community 5 at Tema. Our Sunday Epochodomio services take place at the Zion Convocation Arena at North Legon, Popos Street, Hatchel, from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., and Red Top at Wager from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. You can contact our team on 020-099-8099 or 055-592-6251. The Temple of Paris, forever we are kinging in Christ. <laughs>